0: And we are honored to welcome to the show today a legend, a man who's made me laugh more times per minute than probably anyone I can think of. Great Jackie, the joke man, Martling. Jackie, thank you for coming on the show today.
1: It is my pleasure. I know nothing about you guys. I never ask anybody who they are or what they are. Just anything goes. And if you piss me off, I bail. And if I'm having fun, I'll be- <laughs> if I'm having fun, I'll beg to come back. It's that simple. I have no pride. Not even a little. Right.
0: (laughs) Well, that's great because neither do we. And uh, I don't know about Eric, but I'll be emotionally crushed if you decide you hate us and bail. But uh, I think we've got a Well, uh, that's a great question. I'm in I'm in beautiful Burbank, California, where the the sun is shining right through my window. And Eric, why don't you tell the joke man where you are, sir?
2: I am uh, off of Lake Michigan in Michigan, where it's cloudy and snowy. (laughs) Jackie.
1: Where in Lake Michigan? My uh, my college roommate lives in Frankfurt.
2: Uh, I'm in West Michigan, Grand Rapids.
1: Ah, wow! I spent three weeks there one night. You did? <laughs> yeah, no, I played. No, I played in, uh, in my band in college for seven years, and we played everywhere. I think. Uh, yeah, no, we played Grand Rapids, but my last gig ever with my college band was in Flint, Michigan, at a Little Caesars. And they stripped me. Oh. They stripped me. <laughs> In Little Caesar's Pizza, they stripped me and I finished uh. the set. So I was sitting behind a Fender Rhodes piano playing Let's Spend the Night Together with my pork hanging out. Oh, it's just... <laughs> just you just you just you look back and say that couldn't have possibly happened, but I I don't yeah. have to my life is so crazy I don't have to make crap up, you know.
0: And, and and that was the one night where the the little Caesar logo actually said pizza pizza pizza. It, it does all Yeah, what's what we actually, learned is Jackie.
2: Jackie refers to his penis as pizza. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, that's our uh, that's the big boss of the Who Are These podcast network. You see a comment from him on the screen, uh, and uh, Carl Hamburger is uh, thinking that wait, uh, you're going to want to bail on it. A-
1: I don't know what you just said. You
0: just said because I don't see anything on my screen. Oh, it's all right. Oh, was there a was a comment, the comments. and and he's giving us a hard time thinking that you're going to want to bail on us uh, in, a, in a few minutes. T- tell him this. Fuck off. Why, why Why don't I get to see the? You'd rather me not see the comment? No, you should be able to see it, and uh, that's a great question as to why you didn't see the comment. The chat should be right where you're looking at us. It should show up. Why don't you bring it up again? Uh, bring up you know a. What? I, why don't you bring I up our super chat?
1: I don't Eric. even uh, care yeah. because it, it, they're going to get rude, you know. No, 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 no,
2: no! This so, group is always super polite. They have never said anything negative about Christian or myself. Uh, here's the,
0: here, here's the thing about our chat, Jackie. Um, they love you, but they hate us. So all the hate's going to be directed right. at yep. us. Like no, right I'll, here, we I'll, have.
1: I'll help them. I'll help them hate you.
0: <laughs> okay. We have a converters with five euros. And uh, getting right to it, says Mister Martling. Would you like to tell us a joke? Sure. A farmer. Now, what? What's our constraint? So, we on terrestrial oh, radio? That's a great question. No, internet? no, no. This is on YouTube. Oh. It's the Wild West, so yeah. uh, you can say anything and everything like we could back in the old days. A farmer
1: catches a guy fucking one of his cows, and he's as he's pulling the guy off the cow, he says, "Man, what were you thinking?" The guy says, "I, I was thinking it was a younger cow with bigger tits." <laughs> <laughs> I figured it was short, and this in the no, Midwest, Eric. Uh, so you know, I think a cow that, joke for the Midwest. You know,
2: Christian, I think uh, I'm sorry, Jackie. I think that that's one of the things that's been so endearing to you has been your genuine joy when you tell a joke. You, I
1: mean, I I love it. What am I going to do? You know, I can't get laid, and I quit drinking. What What are you going to do? You know, I I'm not right going to knit. You know, I'm going to tell jokes and have fun.
0: You know.
2: Hey, I got a dumb question. Is one of you clicking a pen? Because I keep hearing like a pen click. Is that just me?
0: I, I'm not clicking,
2: but uh, I, don't okay. if, uh, I, don't I don't know if that maybe it's Jackie's head. I don't know. What are you was
1: clicking a pen or no, something? Hold on, hold on. I'll move around a little bit.
2: Okay, no, it, it might have been. Maybe it's your dick, yeah. Jackie. It, uh, <laughs> perhaps
1: it bangs on the floor. I know it, but usually it's muffled. You know.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not quite sure what F Timmy means, but yeah, uh, thank you either. for the two dollars.
1: I I had. My wife and I had a cat and the cat got ran over by a car and the Stern show thought that was the funniest thing ever. And they unified their entire audience to rail against our dead cat because it upset my wife so much. And, you know, and it was, it was just so nonsensically mean as was so much on the show and now Howard has like 40 cats, and I just would love to drop him a <laughs> postcard every one time one of them dies and say, you know, happy death or whatever. Right. But it, it became such a thing that I wouldn't be surprised if the guy that just wrote that has no idea what it means, because right. it all branched out of Howard's second book was called uh, Miss America, Miss America. And the chapter about me started with two words. Fuck Jackie. And then he went on to spend five or ten pages saying what an asset I was to the group, blah, 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 and I was worth all the trouble. You know, just stupid. Howard didn't write it. Ratso wrote it. So then one time a listener called in and said, uh, I agree. I read your book and I agree. And he said, and you couldn't curse on terrestrial radio. So he said, F Jackie. And everybody kind of smiled. And like the next call or a few calls later, somebody else said. Yeah, I agree. F Jackie. And that was all it took it was it was cemented in stone and became F Jackie. Then it became F Timmy. Then it became F anything. And to this yeah. day, I mean, people are out saying, you know, F the Buffalo Bills. And I'm sure that branched out of the, so much stuff branched out of the Stern show. And when you try and talk about that, people are like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. it branched. You know. We created stuff, or and I created stuff that you'll never get credit for because it became such a part of the lexicon that it appears to have been there forever. Which is which is actually very flattering. So when he said "f Timmy," he's saying "fuck my cat." We went away on vacation. We left a girl in charge of the house. He oh, told her she no. could throw a party. One of her drunken friends opened the door, and the cat had dysplasia of his back legs so it looked like it was retarded but he just couldn't walk right (laughs) and he wasn't an outdoor cat and he went outside and got hit by a car and it was so sad and he was such a delightful little kitty and all that's all they could do was you know f timmy f your dead cat then it became f timmy's dead skull and Uh. i mean (laughs) the, the the deepness of the show and then it became you know, Howard used to say, you know, our competition in Chicago was man-cow. Yeah. And his father was, like, dying of cancer. And Howard would say, like, F your dying father in his ear. And, you know, like, it was one of those things where me and Fred are sitting there. And I'm sure you've seen TV shows where they run a disclaimer. Like, what's in this show doesn't necessarily... Uh, Explain the views of the rest of the people working here. We wanted to hold up and sign and said, This is not us. I don't want people thinking that I'm writing for Howard, uh, uh, fuck your dead father. I want to dig him up and fuck his skull. I don't want people thinking, (laughs) I, I, that's not my sense. I'm funny enough without that, you know. Yeah. But it was all very interesting. yeah, I know. Well, way, be, too much, but, way too much explanation for
0: it. No, no that's, that's, a, right. that's a good point. Yeah, go here. ahead. That's
2: why you're here. I mean, pe- people love this stuff. This is kind of like how the how the sausage is made. And people are very interested in that. Had there ever been a point where like Howard <laughs> said a joke? Did Howard Howard ever throw you under
0: the bus because you wrote a joke? Maybe the joke did he, didn't. Did
1: he ever not? <laughs>
0: Yeah. You know, we were talking a couple of weeks ago, Jackie, you know, the comedian, uh very successful comedian, Joe Coy, hosted the golden globe Awards. And when the, and the crowd there at the golden globes, you know, it's all, it's mostly actors and, and, and producers and directors and stuff. And some of the jokes weren't going on. And he's like, well, I didn't write that one. I only wrote the ones you laugh at. And people were upset, <laughs> but I'm like, anyone who's ever written for anyone knows that that goes with the territory. You know, uh, I, I've, i worked with uh, Dennis Miller for most of the last 20 years. And uh, it, it, I kind of take pride in the fact that sometimes he doesn't realize that a joke is a piece of shit. And then he has to be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know? So uh, you I know, don't know. I mean, that's just what it, how it goes. Saying, you know?
1: If you're on stage and a joke bombs or you're in trouble, any lifeboat will do. You know, I didn't yeah. do that. I didn't <laughs> write that. You know, it's so funny because I played in a band in the 70s and I had a partner. And I'd be telling jokes or doing a routine or something, and if I got in trouble, I would just look over at him, and that, that completely shifts the attention. And it's yeah. so funny. I was working in the comic strip in Fort Lauderdale in like 1982 or something, and Bob Nelson, who's a very, very funny, very talented guy, yeah, he was great. on stage, yeah. and he and he juggles uh, handkerchiefs and he puts on a football helmet. He does, you know, he has props that he works with. And he's so endearing and so hysterical. And there was a comedy duo, I don't know what became of him, but called Mac and Jamie. And Mac and Jamie is, you know, we're all sitting in the back watching each other because we want to, you know, we got to make sure we're there in case somebody does bad. <laughs> so so Nelson's up there and Mac and Jamie talk to each other. You know, this is such bullshit. You know, he's up there with all those props and the napkins and, the, you know, that, that, that's, you know, that's not, that's bullshit. And I turned to them and I said, you know, you guys, you are so full of shit. If you're on stage, I know from experience, the best possible prop that you can have on that stage is another human being. You guys, yeah. goes, you guys go up there, there's two of you. You're both there to bail each other out. Go up there alone. Go up there alone. You'll be scrambling for a napkin and a fucking football helmet, whatever you can find, you know. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of funny. But, yeah, I saw that guy, and I'm not that hip, so I don't know if he's good or bad. And some of the jokes are funny and some weren't. Yeah. And, you know, you never know if the, the jokes just aren't funny or if he's just pissing somebody off. He said a couple things that were very funny that they didn't give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And you know, but that's we all know. That's a tough crowd. At least no, you know, nobody came out of the audience and
0: smacked them. You know, <laughs> right? That's true. We've uh, we've come a long way in the last two years, Jackie. What were you going to say, Eric?
2: Jackie, just you crazy. mentioned Howard, uh, and you, and you talked about reaching out to Howard. Since you've left, how often has that happened?
1: <clears throat> uh, I just wrote him happy birthday the other day. His birthday's January twelfth, and he. Uh, usually responds he didn't respond yet sometimes he responds sometimes he doesn't and after i left the show uh in 2008 after he got the serious i got my own show on Sirius, which was on howard 101 so i was on his channel for eight years doing a very funny it was called jackie's joke cunt <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was it was so. I'm
0: wearing my Jackie's yeah. joke on T-shirt right now, Jackie.
1: So you've heard of the show and it, it was it was just raucous and fun. but then I went in there. I guess I think I called in once or twice. They let me promote a gig. And I went in there one time in like 2012. Yeah. And uh, I think I think you were in for a a
0: roast of Gary or something like that, if I remember. Oh, and that that I forgot that
1: one. That that too. That was another time. So I've been on there a couple times, you know, so there's, there's no great animosity. It's just, you know, people say, oh, wow, look at this. And then some what was in there the other day? Something happened. I don't know. Somebody said, man, you must be rolling. I think the guy at the post office said, man, you must be rolling. I said, I don't get a penny. For the the YouTubes and the Sirius and the reruns and the Howard 101, I don't get a single... And nobody can believe that, especially in this whole thing where the whole world is is striking, you know, to get a few more shekels because stuff's getting streamed and they never knew that was going to happen, you know. And then, I don't know if you know, George Clooney invited 25 of his best friends to dinner and they all came to dinner. And, and then he did the classic, I guess you're wondering why I've gathered you here tonight. He had gone to the bank with 25 paper bags and had them put a million dollars cash in every bag, paid the taxes on it, and gave the bags to each of these friends that had been supportive along the way. And I was like, holy Christ, that's unbelievable. And, uh, and I, I'm friends with Richard Kind, who's one of... Uh, George's best friends. I knew George a little bit many, many moons ago, and uh, and he did a, recently did a pilot with a friend of mine. And I wrote to him and said, "Rich, I know it's none of my business, but will you?"
0: Oh. <laughs> we, we lost lost uh, we lost right. a little bit of the connection right, right there. Right, when
2: I threw up the chat, flatline yeah. coming soon. It's, it's almost like you did that.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, uh, we'll uh, we'll let Jackie uh, reconnect. And uh, I'm sure he'll be right back with us. Uh, obviously, it's uh, it's uh, great to have him on, and uh, yeah, I do hear that clicking. I think we're just oh. gonna have to live with it. Uh, oh yeah,
2: you know. I mean, I, I, we, we mentioned it once, and he's like, I don't know, about it. I don't want. Yeah, don't no, 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 that's
0: fine up, though. Well. You know, honestly. Uh, so I think uh, well, you know, it's almost like if you if you. Doing Jackie's plugs while he's not on—it's almost like the tree that falls in the woods. And I want him to know <laughs> that I'm doing the the plugs. He's back, and uh, we we lost you for a minute there. Uh, why don't you finish your thought on uh, on Richard Kind, and uh, then uh, I, I have I no idea some if that was, was that on my end or your yeah, end? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think <laughs> yeah. it was your end, but you know what? It's uh, it, it's hard it's hard to tell what's going on with anybody's end these days, Jackie. <clears throat> yeah,
1: I'll, you know. But the bottom line is, Richard Kind did a pilot with a friend of mine and i and i wrote to him and said rich it's none of my business well were you one of the people who got a paper bag and he said who do you think paid for the pilot <laughs> <laughs> which was great but they told uh, me that george went on the stern show and and howard ta- talked about that he, ta- he oh. told howard about that and howard said oh i i don't think i could ever be
0: that generous <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That generous you know that well he he so you, know, you know uh
0: he would probably try to figure out how he could uh, get Gary to get some bags donated and then maybe give out the bags. Uh, let's uh, let's get to some, uh, something important, Jackie, uh, this Saturday, January 7th at 7 PM in Stony Brook, New York. It'll be the long Island music and entertainment hall of fame screening the documentary joke, man. And there'll be a Q and a, and then also Saturday, February the third, just down the street from me in North Hollywood, California, Another screening of Joke Man at the El Portal Theater in North Hollywood, as I said. You can also watch the documentary on Vimeo, which I did over the weekend, and uh, I had a, had a great time watching it. And also, I think everybody should know, Jackie, you're, of course, on Cameo, and uh, I'm sure you give people their money's worth in terms of uh, laughs per video. Uh-oh. I think I froze him. <laughs> I froze Jackie with the, uh, he's, he's moving. It's okay. I got, <laughs> I name. got all the, I got all the plugs in though. Terrible. A,
1: terrible connection. Are you? We're terrible. Connection. Yeah, we got you Jackie, it, it,
0: it's we're okay right out. now. As long as you're hearing us, that's, that's the important thing. Um, but all uh, oh, right, well oh, there he oh, goes boy, oh, boy. We, you know, <laughs> we did we did all the we did all the testing, everything beforehand. But, you know, it uh, was 20... Jackie
2: was like, all right, they got the plugs in. Now I'm gonna I'm just gonna bail, <laughs> and then I'm gonna go yeah. play some shuffleboard or something. No,
0: like that. that's all right. Uh, you yeah, know, we'll uh, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, get uh, now, him back now uh,
2: as he comes back in. Yeah, for the audience that keeps everybody's throwing shit out about John, but I don't think we're talking about. John. No, I don't. I don't.
0: I don't think. Yeah, I think we're going to we're going to talk about, uh, you know, some fun times. People can super chat anything they want. And uh, it sucks. It's not great at times. I have to tell you, Jackie. (laughs) Sorry about that. Uh, It's probably
1: because it's in the middle of the day and, you know, the whole Internet is is crazy, you know. Yeah. Like later at night, it's much easier. But uh, I'm just—I am just, scared. It's my end. But I don't think it's my end. I, I think it's Christians.
0: Before. I think it's Christian yeah. and Carl's fault. That's who. It, I, yeah. It's—it's it's this entire—who uh, are these broadcasters? Carl these is, he, infrastructure.
2: Yeah. Carl. Uh, it's a pretty uh, chintzy, poverty-filled operation. <laughs> so I—I I, I fully expect it to be Carl and his and his internet.
1: Jesus. Who is this mystery man, Carl? Who is this mystery <laughs> man, Carl? Tell. Tell him to reach in his pocket well, and get a decent connection. Yeah.
2: He's got <laughs> giant teeth, frosted tips, and horns. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's he's he's the problem.
0: Well, he is about to have frosted tips uh, because of the uh, the loss by the Buffalo Bills. But, uh, Jackie, uh, one of the, the very nice uh, – uh, this was long before the show started. Uh. Uh, silverback strength, but a comment uh, calling uh, – here's some money for Jackie, one of the greatest jokesters to get behind a mic – I'm a big fan of comedy albums and Jackie would consistently have me pulling the car over laughing in tears. Thanks for the laughs, Joke Man. Jackie the Joke Man World Order, JTMWO. Remember uh before we started, the connection was great, Eric. Well, look, uh,
2: so. I, you guys are blaming StreamYard, but I'm telling you it's not. We it's it's it's, it's just it's a me. glitch in the matrix. It's my
0: it's, it's my it's my bad connection.
1: They, uh, yeah, yeah, very often very often this crap happens and then it goes away and it never goes bad again. So you yeah. never know. Right now you're fine.
0: Well, uh, <laughs> that's not really him though. That comment that was right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Jackie, care. let's talk about, uh, Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I don't know if that's really Vince, the lawyer, but yeah, it said, uh, you guys failed to prepare lose Streamyard. i don't know Streamyard is uh Ignore. usually our I don't friend
1: read people's crap that's yeah. the first order
0: yeah <laughs> that is that is the first order of business uh but uh jackie uh, i want to try i want to try something uh well i was gonna i'm gonna see what happens. you
1: want me to try again and, and do this on my phone see if it works any better on my phone
0: uh, yeah, sure. Why don't you click on the link on your phone? We've got, uh, we've got a couple things to, to tidy up and, uh, yeah. Why don't you click on the link from your phone and uh, we'll see how that looks. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, we are like, we get a lot of comments like this from dang lizard since Jackie's not here right now. Ah, uh, sorry to bring it up, but Jackie, do you have anything to say about stuttering, John? Who who told us you're a hack, and and he has always been a yeah. better stand-up. So Jackie's basically like I could read that to him, but he's not going to really have the kind of answer that I think that you would want, Dang Lizard. So, uh, you know, I mean, we're going to talk about the the Stern Show. We're going to talk about uh, all kinds of things, but. I think that uh, we're mostly trying to keep it positive. Now, what I will tell everyone is that John is one of the people who talk about Jackie in his documentary. So there's talking heads uh, segments from John. Um, and uh, Deng Lizard is not wrong. You want to go ahead and read that, Eric?
2: Christian, you're too unfunny for Jackie's Internet. <laughs> I see no lies on you there. See, look, you got to understand when shit like this happens, this is bombing and bombing's funny. With me, that to me, when there's a technical issue and everything gets fucked up, that's uh, cringe of the week material. God damn it. It's coming.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's coming. I know. And, uh, you know, it's almost like as soon as we connected with Jackie, we should have, should have started the show like five minutes early so that we got uh, a little bit more time in there. But, uh, I, uh, enjoyed the uh, documentary and we'll talk to Jackie about it in a little bit, but, um, let's, uh, Let's spend a moment or two uh doing some of what uh what people expect when you've got Jackie on is uh put that on basically silent. getting the grand tour of the Jokeland Estates and uh, Count Eric Connor, Jackie the King of Oyster Bay. Jackie, you look great. Are you hearing us well?
1: Um I just got on my cell phone and uh Everything seems better. Maybe it was yeah. me. Ooh. It looks better. It, it you look like
2: been? you look forty years younger. I mean, seriously, the computer was bad news, but the phone is fantastic, Jackie.
1: Well, I like hearing that. Now I just got to figure a place to put this because I'm not going to hold the fucking thing.
0: <laughs> no, this, yeah, this isn't going to be a, a, an an Aaron Sorkin transition between. You know, these games.
2: if you could, you could also go interview your neighbors. Maybe we could get <laughs> Jackie. You could be like a stunt guy out on the street. <laughs> It's like fuck That's you!
1: <laughs> been there, been there, done that. Yeah, right. right exactly. <clears throat> All right. Where? Oh, you know what? I just realized I I can be anywhere I want in this stupid room. Yeah. Where am I? Oh, I've even got a thing for my. Oh, you know what? I have the. I actually have a a a camera on my stupid computer, but oh, I never use it. All right. Oh, hold oh, on! I'm building a. Oh, I got all these jokes lined up. Look at all these stupid, I, you know.
0: You've been I writing gotta, jokes, Jackie.
1: I, gotta I love it. Up. I
0: have like never stopped. Yeah. Uh, I've,
1: grow. I've been collecting them forever. You know, I just, that's my life. Listen, I didn't know this was going to fuck
0: up. I apologize. No, no, it's all right. I, I mean, look, it, it happened. This is not perfect. the first time. Yeah. Is, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, Eric Connor in the chat says, if there's more tech issues, go full aristocrats. Uh, you know, uh, it's true. Uh, we could definitely do that. Somebody in the chat, I i lost it already because, uh, you know, when the chats move fast, it means your show is doing well from what I I'm told. Um, uh, but in any case, I think that, uh, the, <laughs> the phone connection is much better and you let me know when you're all settled in Jackie. Uh, we do, oh, look, well, I, we really, 90- I
1: think I have to go take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're kidding. I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, I didn't know either, to tell you the truth. I, I ain't going nowhere without my coffee. You ain't yeah. going nowhere without that
0: pigskin, Lincoln. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and uh, this comment, uh, Gorilla <clears throat> will get Jackie to sign one of my Super Chats. So uh, I, we were talking, Jackie, about the documentary Joke Man, and uh, just talk about how it came about. I noticed that it <clears throat> was the film was made by Ian Carr, who was, of course, your co-host on Jackie's Joke Hunt.
1: Yeah. I... I got approached like 2005 or something by these guys that uh, wanted to do a documentary. And I, you know, what's more flattering than that? And uh, they started doing it and they were really nice guys, but uh, of course it was taking time. And then Ian got wind of it and saw it and he didn't like the the tack they were taking. Um, And so he said, he just took, took the reins and we started working together. And, you know, I sent him a million pictures and sent everything. But I, I had nothing to do with it aside from just, you know, uh, giving him the, the materials. You know, he interviewed right. everybody, except when I was there in the interview. So when he was talking to me, I really didn't know what was going in, what was going on. But, you know, the making of was, you know, we, I mean, we flew down to New Orleans and got on the bus with Willie Nelson. And it was just it's spectacular. This is spectacular time. And uh, and then of course the pandemic hit, and then once we got distribution, it took another six months, and then Netflix was supposed to take it, so we waited and waited and waited, and was right when Netflix kind of fell apart for a while. Sure, yeah. So and then and then the distributors went went south. So now it's on Vimeo. And if you go to uh, jokemanmovie.com or if you go to my website, jokeland.com, there's a link right to it. And uh, you can't buy it. You can only rent it. And it's three ninety nine, which in this day and age isn't a lot of money. And the bottom line is everybody seems to like it. And the true test is this Saturday because uh, the screenings we did already were family and friends. You know, we did one on Long Island and one in Manhattan. And everybody loved it. But the people I'm going to see the next day, right. so what, what are they oh, going to yeah. say?
2: If it's, anything, <laughs> if it's anything like the crowd that's enjoying this show right now. <sighs> They might they might be brutal to you, Jackie, and, and that's that's never good. I mean, you gotta... uh,
1: uh, no, yeah, please. After 18 years of that crap, you know, 45 years on stage, you know, I'm kind of bulletproof, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it always hurts, but it's hurt since the beginning. You know, you, know, you get used, used to taking a punch, you know.
2: Now, and I'm glad you said that because you might actually get pissed off from time to time in any setting, but you probably are aware that you getting pissed off is probably going to make somebody laugh.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't live for that. You know, I don't live for that people. Oh, you must (laughs) love it. No, I don't, you know, uh,
0: so I do, I
1: do return, I do return, uh, every email, even if I'm not thrilled with it. And, um, when I saw the name of your podcast, I think it's similar to another one. There's some of them out there that all they want to do is get a rise out of you and make trouble. And like that. that's that that's not what i do anymore you know well, I'm in it for the, the fun
0: you know the the network that we're on is uh who are these podcasts which yeah. is a show that's been going on for a number of years 8 9 years and uh you know we're sort of a spin off of that we are a uh, you know we try to we play even though we haven't done it in this half hour we've been on we play a lot of clips <laughs> of like local news broadcasters that sort of thing you know people that are uh you know people that fuck up on the air or just you know cringeworthy that's the majority of our show but obviously our audience what a
1: a unique idea
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah. jackie no one did this ever before us I, I i
1: i did a podcast with a guy and i was sitting there years ago and i said yeah you know uh this is fun, you know, but I always put off doing my own podcast. He said, you know, you really should do a podcast and tell your stories. Yeah. And then me and my, they, I got offered a podcast on this nice media company, Titan in Media. And I asked my friend Peter Bales to be my co-host. And then I found out that these, this guy was mad at me. Oh. It was, he said, it was, it was my idea for you to do a podcast and tell your stories. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's rocket scientists. That's yeah. all I got is my stories right. and, and my jokes, you know, like, and I, and I love it. I I have a podcast called stand up memories, but, um, you know, we just, we interview other guys. We did, we did 25 shows before we had a guest cause it was just so full of ourselves. We were just tell our stories, right? But it's fun. You never get sick of telling the stories, you know, and people say, Oh, you told that story before you told that joke. Before. Well then, you know, go polish your car. Don't, don't tune into me, you know, <laughs> leave, leave me in the fuck alone, you know?
0: Yeah, Uh, well, go ahead,
1: Eric.
2: uh, There's a comment. Uh, Jackie, let's see your Frito-chip toenails. (laughs) That's a Uh,
0: terrible thing to say. From the Wired
2: Christian. We're we're getting like that because everybody wants to be a comedian. They all want to be there. They all want to make the joke. They
0: all want to
1: make sure that the world knows that they've been stern listeners long enough that they remember F. Timmy and they remember my toenails and (laughs) they remember uh, Gary... You know Gary's teeth, and you know, like all—it's just a a form of bonding, you know. Yeah. And uh, and, and it was all wild shit on on the on the radio. It was really funny, and
0: uh, I'd be glad to show him my toenails. Sure.
1: Uh, yeah. Mark, all you gotta do is send me a check, and I'll right.
0: send you a picture. <laughs> yeah. But, and and by the way, Jackie, charge by the toenail. You know, one fee, you only get one toenail. You know, so yeah,
1: right. There's room for ten. That's a lot of money. You know, this is very <laughs> uh, kind of frustrating to me because I. I'm too vain to put on my glasses, so I have no oh, idea what Oh, that's okay. This I'm going to read say. it to you. No, he's going to read this one yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's I'm, a question
2: uh, concerning, like, when a lot of people saw Private Parts, the Match Game bit. And that's the question. Was Match Game your first introduction to the world of Stern <clears throat> at NBC?
1: Uh, no. And that is probably, that scene is probably the closest thing to the reality of the Stern show. That, uh, that was really how, how it went down. And so many there's so many funny things. You know, I was on the show once a week for a long time, and I very rarely said anything funny. I laughed and had fun, but I was, you know, trying to fit in. And one day, CB, we were on WNBC, NBC, but CBS television, was doing a piece on Howard because he was the big new thing in town. And they came in and we were playing match game. And I was Michael Jackson. And I said the first funny thing I'd said in months, and usually it's the other way around, where you're funny, you're funny, you're funny. They turn on the camera and all of a sudden you suck. It was exactly the opposite. All of a sudden I said something funny. It was We were playing match game and uh, it was... Uh, Blank a doodle-doo. <laughs> okay. And a blank a doodle-doo. And I was Michael Jackson. And Howard said, and Michael Jackson, what do you have? And I said, no women. A doodle-doo. <laughs> and, and, and everybody went nuts. And it went out on, NBC, uh, on CBS. And it was, it was huge. Oh. And I still have that clip. It was like, what are the odds of that? <laughs> meanwhile, Match Game was so much fun. And I'll tell you how a little inside. A chapter in my book that I wrote so much, I have a complete second book in my computer. And then I had to play Sophie's Choice and choose the chapters to be in the book. And to this day, I don't know, you know, I have a whole first chapter about me being related to Teddy Roosevelt. And I left out the chapter about private parts. And to this day, I can't believe it because the chapter about private parts it was called very private parts it was about how i was being left out and how i finally wound up in the movie and how i was underpaid I mean, all true stuff but when we were doing you know uh we did a cold reading of the movie um you know it's i go on and on and I, we haven't got that long but uh a cold reading where you all sit around and even right. if you only have one line in the movie, you're there. So this right. whole gang is in this huge at this huge table with Ivan Reitman, the director and producer and uh, and uh, Len Bloom, who was the uh, the writer and Danny Goldberg, who's one of the producers. And we're sitting there and it's coming around. Now, I've never done this before. And all I had was you know, and Jackie, Jackie Martling, what do you have? And it was blank willow. I have pussy. I have pussy willow. And I'm like, I'm sitting there for an hour watching this stupid movie. <laughs> They're reading this movie and I'm a comedian and I'm fucking bursting. <laughs> so they finally get to me. So I wrote, wrote it sloppy and they got to me and they said, what do you got, Jack?" I said, I got pussy. In fact, I wrote it sloppy. I've got a sloppy pussy. <laughs> and they went fucking nuts, okay? <laughs> Cut to two, three, four months later. We're at, the, we're at the film studio. We're filming. We're all set up. I mean, this is a big time movie. I mean, they got a guy sitting in my chair to get the lighting and blah, blah, blah. And then, oh, Mr. Martling, it's your time to sit down. So we sit down and we're doing, about to do the scene. Nobody said a word to me about the line now i'm i see 60 people i know they're getting paid union wages do i do the line from the from the script or i do my do i do my stupid ad lib it was like what what do you do in that situation i you know i don't want somebody to clock me over the head and say what are you doing stick to the script so we did the take and i did it the way it was written and cut and then danny came over and you know, there's no way they're going to go, Jackie, do the line the way you wrote it. You know, he came over and whispered in my ear. Do you remember what you said at the, the <laughs> stage reading? Why don't you do it that way? Okay. And then I said, sloppy pussy. And it's one of the funniest lines in the film. But Agreed. nobody knows where that came from. And that's exactly where it came from. And it's it, it. was very. it was so stupid. But the whole film, the whole show, everything we did was stupid. So it fit right into what we were doing, you know.
0: Yeah. And it's ah, it's always great during scenes like that, you know, cutting to Paul Giamatti as a uh, pig virus, you know, just freaking out over each line. And uh, it's just, a, it's a great reminder that uh, even then he was great. So uh, Shuly's in the chat and he's uh, giving us a lot of jokes um, oh. There are jokes that I don't know that we can really read. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, try I mean, and give us one that we can say. <laughs> he's kidding. putting
2: us in a horrible spot and then he'll write, read my jokes. And then
0: yeah, we did. He wrote, read my joke. He's uh, got his own podcast. I'm the fuck he, he, is that you ch- want to ch- talk about a guy silly? who has a network? Yeah. <laughs> Is that so, Shuli? Yeah, he, So Shuli, you don't have—I mean, sorry. So Jackie, you don't have to answer, but we do want to do some, you know, some stump Jackie stuff at some point. But so he, you again, don't have to answer. But he says, "What did the black kid get for Christmas?" And I'm sure you know the punchline of to that course, joke. Of
1: course, we're not. No, that's yeah. all I got to do is a black joke, and I'm never here then. Yeah, he knows, right? Of course, he knows I know <laughs> that joke. <laughs> yes, yes, it's, so he you knows know.
0: exactly what he's fucking doing. Yeah. Surely yeah. Jackie was nice enough to come on our show. Yeah. Let's not chase him off. Okay. So I, I just want Julie to know we're seeing what you're saying. Yeah. No, There's he a can, reason he can we're ask not reading
1: anything. It. He can ask okay. Anything he also, his
2: next, his next question oh. is uh, Jackie, why do black people have nice cars, but bad houses?
0: Well, all right. So we get, we get what Julie's doing. There was here. a
1: girl that I dated in college. And that was her favorite. Day, Michigan at Michigan in East Lansing, uh, East Michigan State. That was her favorite joke in the entire world. And that is a very funny joke, and it's very wrong. And no, we're not going to do that joke. But we
0: can yeah. find it. That's the thing. Anybody wow. watching who wants to know the punchline, you can find it. Surely, uh, you know. Look, there's, there's plenty. There's, there's jokes that uh, we all enjoy Jackie telling. You know, and if you want to hear, give Rodney a chance. You can just look on YouTube. It's there. Okay, so wow.
1: well, I'll tell you what. Yeah uh people can't believe this, but I out put out six 78-minute CDs. That's almost five hours. Yeah. And you download all six for 20 bucks at oleo.com slash J. It couldn't be an easier URL. It's O G L I O dot com slash J. And there's six CDs and there's the pot song. And 150 insults, it's the greatest deal in the world. People say, Jesus Christ, I I downloaded your CDs. I haven't even listened to half of them yet. You know, and they're so filthy and a lot of politically incorrect, you know, 1993, 94, 95. But that was then and this is now, you know.
0: Well, uh, one of the things I wanted to say about the documentary, there's uh, some great appearances from uh, members of the the Stern Show family, distinguished alumni, if you will. The person I was most happy to see was Billy West, and obviously, people know Billy West going on to Ren and Stimpy, Futurama, and so much of that stuff. But uh, just seeing, you know, him remembering it just reminds me of all the fun, you know, on the E Show, you know, the the two of you going back and forth, and uh, I, I, of course, makes me think of the Jackie puppet. And you talk about the biggest conce- misconception about the Jackie Puppet is that you hated the Jackie Puppet. But uh, I want people to see the documentary. But just take a moment mm-hmm. to talk about how that couldn't be further from the truth.
1: Well, that you know, that was part of the, the part of the goof. Um, if, if you read my book or see the documentary, what happened was I came home one day and my buddy Billy was sitting in his in his truck in my driveway. And I walked up to say hello to him. And sitting next to him was this guy, Tom, greatest guy in the world. And between them was this little Jackie. And he had a joint in his mouth and a Budweiser. But the Budweiser was obviously from like a, a tomato paste can, you know, a little tiny Budweiser. And I said, what the hell is that? And Tom said, well, there's a, there's a Gary puppet. We thought you should have a Jackie puppet. So you bring it into the show. And I said, I can't, because if I bring that into the show, it's going right in the garbage. And so the look at Jackie, self-promotion, that's all he wants to do is promote Jackie. I said, what you got to do is you got to come on the show like you're breaking my balls. And sure enough, a couple of days later, oh, and I said, have you got a, a girlfriend? He said, I got a beautiful wife. I said, perfect. So Gary comes into the studio one day. And says, "Hey how's the guy out there—he was a really pretty girl. He's got a, and he's got a puppet. Looks a lot like Jackie." And Howard said, "Bring him in." And so Tom came in with the Jackie puppet, and I was like, "Oh man, you know, get out of here!" You know, it was like, "Don't throw me in the briar patch." If you remember back that far, you know, Br, br- Rabbit, oh, yeah, you know, sure. he, born and bred in the briar patch. You know, he—he he came in and they started passing around. I'm like, "Oh man, get that thing out of here!" You know. And meanwhile, me and Tom are winking at each other because it worked exactly like I knew it would, and it became an integral part of the show. And I'm telling you, if I had brought it in, it would have went right in the garbage. And uh, and I loved it. What could be more flat? I mean, I was writing notes. Yeah. For Billy to say to insult me, you know what I right. mean? Right.
0: Well, that, that's the that's the funny thing is the idea that you're writing insults for Billy to then say to you as the puppet. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't want to uh, dig up too many clips, but uh, I felt like if we were going to talk about the Jackie Puppet, I wanted to just have a couple of, of really quick clips of the interaction the Jackie Puppet had with Conan O'Brien when he was in the studio, because it is always been one of my favorite memories of the Stern show. And whenever I meet somebody that hasn't that didn't know about it. I'm like, I don't know how. Here's the link, but uh, it's just really, you know, Billy at his best and the Jackie puppet at his best.
1: Say hi to the Jackie puppet, Conan. The Jackie. Oh, hey, that's very good. Conan, oh bye bye. <laughs>
0: very nice. Doesn't even have his headphones on. He's sitting down for like two seconds, and uh, Billy just uh, jumps right in. This obviously, the point was the idea that uh, Conan was probably going to get fired any day. Uh, ended up being in late night for quite some time, but uh, I think everybody thought that. And then, uh, this seems like one of those instances where you passed, uh, Billy something to pass. Hey, ah. Colin. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. What is that? That's I'm not re- sure. Replacement. What is that? A test pattern? The NBC test, test pattern. pattern. Oh, the NBC, here it, here here it here is. Here. Let <laughs> me see that.
1: Here. <laughs> <laughs> draws well.
0: That's my, that's my drawing. I figured. That was that was one of the things when I was uh, you know, pulling these clips yesterday. I'm like, I feel like Jackie drew that. Conan was doing terribly, yeah. so he had to do anything he could
1: to stay on the air. So he, he booked coming on the Stern Show. And when he came on, we threw him a goodbye party. When he the, it was a goodbye party. Yeah, And I wrote that for Billy. The first thing he said was, Conan, oh, bye-bye. Oh, God, it was just... It was just brutal, you know, and yeah. it was all in fun. It was great, you know, and yeah, I know. And it's one of and... those lost things in time, where I don't know how, how the timeline is, but I think it was pretty soon after that that they came up with Triumph the Insult, won the dog, and yeah, you know, because you realize that a pu- and it's not unique. Everybody knows a puppet can do or say anything, yeah. you know. It's because you don't know who to get mad. At. It's just it's it's just fun, just funny. There's
2: a, uh, there's ahead, a Eric, comment in the chat about uh, one of the uh, high points to somebody who made a comment on the super chats about when Fred would take drops of your laugh Uh-oh. and they would play your laugh over horrible news stories. Yeah. Like take, you take know, us like through a, that.
0: Like a bus crash. And then the whole time you hear,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know, everything uh, grew organically. Um, sitting there sometimes very early on, Fred would go, Yee! or he'd go, woohoo. And finally, I said, Fred, what are you doing? He said, that's you. I said, what are you talking about? That's me. You're out of your mind. And then one day, one night I was listening on the way home from a gig at Jimmy's Comedy Alley. I must have told a joke, and I was walking back and forth on the stage. And I was between jokes, and I went, yeah. And I was like, I can't believe that's exactly fred's noise so i gave fred the cassette with that noise on it <laughs> so of course he pulled that off and when he played it, it out of out of context people laughed so then he took every noise that i made on that and then of course one day i think the first one was like a, a boy scout troop went off the road or something or none yeah. was getting banged by a deer and he <laughs> and it became so popular, so fast. And what was so funny was I got all the credit and all the blame, but both the credit and the blame should go to Fred. So it yeah. was so weird. You know, it was, <laughs> and Fred would, I mean, Howard would play it up like, Oh, Jackie, how can you laugh at that? Yeah. It, was, it was so obviously wrong and not, it, it was so obviously not me. But people don't know anything, and it was always funny. And it got to the point where the minute Robin started doing a sad song, a sad story, people were just waiting. <laughs> they, they knew it was coming. You know, it was, it was, it was just beautiful. It was just beautiful. <laughs> Uh, This is from uh,
2: Count Connor. He threw five bucks at us. Thank you. Says, Jackie, you've been a fan for 30 plus years. wait, wait.
1: wait. What happened? They give you money.
0: They do. Yeah. So that's why we're reading some of the chats that maybe we didn't want to like Shulie's jokes because they're giving us
1: my address to send me my cut. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now just know that uh, YouTube (laughs) takes a cut. Carl takes a cut, but uh, you don't have to tell me I do these goddamn cameos. Oh. For
1: seventy five dollars, by the time everybody's done taking their share, I get forty cents. Oh, you yeah. know, you know. Especially Apple if somebody, takes 30%. If somebody orders
0: one on an on an uh, Apple phone. Right. Yeah. Apple takes thirty percent. Yeah. And yeah. And
1: Cameo takes twenty five percent. So seventy five bucks becomes forty two dollars. You know, but I don't care. So I love doing those things. They're always fun. Okay, you
0: know? uh, I'm going to interrupt the super chat because I actually have that clip. So uh, because we've gotten five dollars. And uh, Eric has mentioned something that the Jackie Puppet said. It is in the uh, Conan O'Brien interview Uh, because somebody gave, look, you give us $5. We'll play greatest hits all day. But uh, this is what he's talking about. Uh, This is what the Jackie Puppet says to Conan. Hey,
1: Conan, (laughs) when you go down in the ratings, does your girlfriend get drier? (sighs) Oh,
0: Jackie
2: (laughs) 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 Puppet. Tasteless, tasteless,
0: tasteless. I mean, what a great sport putting up with it. (laughs) You know what's so
1: funny? Uh, I have every note I've ever written uh, for Howard in my mother's attic. And I haven't gone. I I went looking a couple times and found it because somebody said, did you write this? Did you write that? If somebody could tell me the date that Conan O'Brien came on the show, I could go in my mother's attic and find those lines and I, I guess at this point, there's so they're, I got somebody that's going to buy all those notes for me, but there's so much gold in there, and I'm sure all those notes are sitting in in a little package of of you know December thirteenth, nineteen. I guess it'd pretty be pretty easy to find out when it was because yeah. it was right when he almost went off the air. But that that sounds that's definitely me, but it could easily be Fred too. But that sounds a little bit more like me than Fred because Fred right. wasn't totally sexually oriented and crazy like i am
0: you know. that's right and uh, you know i think people who really listen to the show and really know the show uh understand fred's contributions but because he talks so infrequently i think that you know your more casual listeners don't realize yeah they know who fred is but they don't realize what an important part
1: of the nobody show. nobody has any idea
0: yes. of the importance
1: of fred i'm sure you guys don't even he built that show that show was built on his shoulders you know the 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 instrumental music, behind the live commercials and the drops and the sound effects, and he wrote all the bits before I got there, and all all the parodies and all. the... I love Lucy's. He wrote everything, and did all the voices. And he would do voices, and then Howard would adopt them. You know, he did yeah. Sammy Davis Jr. and Howard helped himself to that. And he did Teddy Kennedy, and Howard helped himself to that. And Fred was around forever. He was there for like over a year before Robin showed up. right? And uh, just nobody knows. And he, I'll tell you, I've met everybody. I've met almost everybody. And Fred is the funniest, smartest, fastest of anybody I've ever met, with the possible exception of Billy West. And I'm sitting in the room with these two guys. I mean, and we, you know, it was murderers row, not to pat myself on the back, but we were, you know we were just killing it you know
2: i have a yeah. question did did howard ever listen to anybody i mean you've got this this loud obnoxious guy who's kind of rules the roost on the air but off the air did he ever take direction or was it always just i don't want to hear you
1: well, a direction like you know i i harassed him for a year to get him to do Sternak, which was our uh, ripoff of Karnak. Right. And then finally, when we did it, everybody's like, Howard, that's brilliant. Like, oh, thank you very much. You know, <laughs> but, uh, but that's not direction. You know, it was funny. Fred, it's just so brilliant. And so he's such a Nazi. I mean, he, he'll, he'd take a bullet for Howard, you know, and he'd take everything. And Howard, we used to do a thing. We, uh, Fred used to do a thing, um, who was the Nazi? Who was the famous Nazi? Uh, Kurt Waldheim Jr. And Fred would be Kurt Waldheim Jr., which is always so hysterical because he was such a Nazi and so, you know, anti-Semitic and crazy and disgusting. And if Howard said, you know, maybe we'll do Kurt Waldheim Jr. tomorrow, Fred would come in with a stack, a (laughs) stack of ideas and notes and scripts and he'd sit there and Howard would never call, never call. And how Fred would hear me a note. Is he going to do Voltheim today? You gonna do? I'm like, Fred, you know I have no control. Yeah. I have no control. <laughs> Finally, Fred kind of gives up and his notes are put away. And, and then one day Howard will go, all right, let's do Kurt Voltheim Jr. Fred's scrambling to find out what, you know. <laughs> just and then, and then it completely disappeared. And um, people tell me, oh, Jackie, you're just a bitter old man. Uh, you just know what's happening. Fred's Kurt Voltheim Jr. was so off the rails, hysterical. Now imagine you're Howard Stern and you have five hours of radio a day for five days a week. And you're killing it. And Fred does a three-minute uh, Kurt Voltheim Jr. And then Howard goes to a business meeting or goes to a party or runs into people. And somebody comes up and says, Howard, I love your show. Man, that Kurt Voltheim Jr. is the best thing I've ever how long are you going to put up with that? So then yeah, it went away, and I people tell me that I'm crazy, and I, they could tell me I'm crazy, but I'm not, you know. And it was uh, so yeah. He, you,
2: that, you suspect that because the bit was getting popular, he he
1: pulled it. I I don't know, but it was just so good and so great, and it certainly was because wasn't because well, I think that's too offensive. I mean. Yeah. That sentence didn't exist
0: right, then. No, universe, I mean when you, know. you when you think about uh, you know Billy West's March Shot impression, which uh, I don't know. I mean they couldn't even play those clips today, you know, because what they what I always used
1: to- I used to imagine when he was doing March Shot. You know, the old days were so great. You turn on the radio and click. You're on ninety two point three K Rock. You know. Yeah. And I always wondered what if somebody is just in the car and they're just <laughs> turning the dial. And they stumble upon that. That must have blown people's minds because it was, you know, I was sitting there and I couldn't believe it, you know, and I, a lot of that stuff that, you know, again, not to disavow, because I love Billy and I loved everything he did, but I wasn't writing, you know, word for word, what he was saying. You had to be careful with Billy because whatever you wrote, he was going to (laughs) say, you know, he was a 500 pound gorilla and no notes. Everything used to have to go through Howard. Yeah. But Billy was behind me and Fred. So we'd write a note and put it on the floor in front of him. So between me and Fred, sometimes Billy would be sitting there, would be eight notes lined up in front of him. And he but he would just ripple through them. And I mean, if you wrote uh, she's got a smelly cunt, Billy would have Billy would have said it because, you'd have, you know, so you had to, you know. You had wow. to think about what you oh, I was just because there was no way to pass it to Howard and then back to Billy. It, would, it, it just couldn't work that
0: way. Yeah, I, I feel you like know? you wouldn't be able to, you know, yes, it would be offensive, but you wouldn't be able to uh, uh, sue Billy for slander because I feel like Martin shot probably wasn't too clean down there.
1: Uh, please. You know, it's so funny <laughs> because with my bad eyes, Christy, you look like Billy to me. You look I'm going to take that little little as a compliment. You're sure. I know right. you're both ugly, but you look little
0: He's the greatest. Me and him are still very, very good pals. Yeah. So no, I was glad. I was glad to see him uh, in the documentary. Um, I want to, I, I know that uh, we only have a little bit more time with you, Jackie. Um, I wanted to take a moment and, you know, anybody who goes to see you live and, and the joke hunt show basically did this. There's the idea of uh, Stump the Joke Man. And, uh, you know, the, there's not a lot of video of it, but I did find uh, a time. There to... is so, so much video of it. Yeah. I not believe it. Well, no, I found I found a clip from the Stern show. And uh, I wanted to just uh, use an example. I figure anybody watching is going to know how that worked. And uh, we'll get caught up on uh, some of those super chats in a second, Eric. Uh, I just <laughs> I was starting to set this up. So uh, and, you know, the way it works is somebody calls in, they uh, give a setup and see if you know the punchline. And, uh, you know, the, the way that it works is it has to be a real joke. Uh, I think uh, my my uncle Robert, who I think is watching right now, huge fan of yours. He made up a joke that wasn't really a joke. And uh, but the audience felt like you should give him a CD anyway. So uh, but which I which I always did. But, you know, because the audience loved to see
1: me lose, you know. Yeah, of course.
0: Uh, So this is just a a fun example. I've just got a couple of these. Uh, What do you call a gay dinosaur? So What do you you call a gay dinosaur? I don't even know if this is a good 2024 joke, but I feel like you can still say it. Now, right here, this Jackie uh, seems locked in off the top of your head. Do you remember the punchline to that?
1: Uh, a megasaur and a lesbian dinosaur is a uh, lick-a-lot-of-puss. You know, what do you call a gay dinosaur? dinosaur? A dinosaur. No. Why do you call a gay dinosaur? <laughs> a megasaur and a lick
0: Exactly. <laughs> I love that. So, uh, yeah, and obviously it's a big part of the shows. And, uh, yeah, there's uh, – but – on the actual, the E show, it didn't seem like there were a lot of instances that I found online where they did it, but it, it must have been like when when an interview went a little short, they're like, oh, let's put some uh, Stump the Joke Man. And, it didn't get,
1: you know, it didn't get, when we first, when we're first about to do the movie, they put us all in a room and Ivan Reitman said, all right, stand up, tell us who you are and a little bit about yourself and what you do on the show. So when it got to me, I said, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm Jackie Marling, and I told an amazing story that's in my book about when I got a flat tire and the Stern fans came to the rescue. And it was an amazing story. And after the meeting, Len Bloom, the writer, said, Jackie, that is the greatest story. That is going to play so great in the movie. I said, Len, you do not know this uh, regime yet. That's way too much. Even though it's Howard's show, and he's the hero of the story, it's too much Jackie. He said, "Oh, really?" I said, oh, "But I'll tell you, I have cassettes of when I first used to do the show, yeah. uh, and I'll be glad to give them to you." And he said, "Sure." So I gave him cassettes of a couple times I was on the show in the '80s, in '83, '84, 84, 84, whatever. And then a friend called me up and said, "Hey, I got a copy of the first f- first draft of Private Parts, and I got the script, and there's two pages of stump the joke man, and they're asking me questions, and I'm answering, and Robin's like." Wow, he's good. And they asked me another one, and I answer it. And Howard goes, "Wow, this guy knows them all." And I just smiled because I knew that was not going to be around. And that you know, I'm sure that was gone before you even read the end of the first draft. <laughs> and that, you know, if that if that had been in the movie, that would have made my you know would have made me a superstar. Even though it's so stupid, you know. But it was uh, it was always a fun thing, and I love doing it on stage. And I still have those T-shirts, and people ask for them. You know, you know, it's a it's a no lose situation because I'm on stage and the, I got the girls on stage and I'm being so politically incorrect with them, and then I have the guys stand up and they yell a joke and I tell the answer and I know every joke and people love that, <clears throat> but once in a while somebody asks me a joke and I don't know it, and they go even crazier. It's a no lose proposition. They go berserk. So I. I I got to write a book just about stuff. The joke, man, because the, oh, the yeah. stories the stories are just so much fun. You know, well, so it, it
0: was fun how you know, like I said, I I won this uh, Jackie's joke hunt shirt because you would put out you would put out the setup and we would all write in with the punchline and it, and a lot of times I'm like oh, I think I might know it, but the the one that I won for I I'm like oh I know this. And it was, uh, what does Snow White say to Pinocchio when she's sitting on his face? <laughs>
1: right, that's good, and that's, that's politically correct yeah. except for people
0: with big noses. Right, so I, hope, I hope Howard wasn't offended. Yeah, so so Eric is, is offended, but obviously it's tell a lie, tell the truth, tell a lie, tell a lie, tell the truth. And uh, I, you know, and it, I was just excited that uh, you because know, you wrote back to me. He's like, "Yep, that's right. You'll get a T-shirt," and I and I got one. Uh, I've got uh, I've got one more from the show that uh, I thought uh, I don't know it, it it's like even when people. The reason why I pulled this one too is because even when people fuck up the setup, you you're able to actually help them fix. What does a girl and a strand of strand of spaghetti have in common?
2: What does a girl and a strand of spaghetti. This got to be a string girl of a tampon and
1: a strand of spaghetti. So I'm somewhat a tampon, oh, Jackie. I, I think he means a bowl of spaghetti. They both wiggle when you eat them. That's it. Well,
0: <laughs> uh, And the the best is like this segment. Anybody can find it on YouTube. Is like when when you get it right, everybody's like. Ah, uh, OK. <laughs> so,
1: right. And I,
0: I can't dare uh, do the
1: punchline with any kind of joy, because then it's like, oh, look at Jackie's fake joy. Like whenever yeah. I would tell a tell a joke, you know, I'd giggle when I start telling a joke because I love it. And Howard go there, There's his tell. Look, there's his tell what's coming. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You know, just sit back and enjoy something in your life, you know. But it was always always funny, always funny. Jackie, you
2: you think back to the the glory days of this show and that crew, and you've said some outstanding names from the past. Can you imagine what would happen if all these people actually got together, Howard included, and just put a camera on them and talked about the show? You could do it for 10 hours, and nobody would want to leave the show to to, to miss any of it.
1: You know, so much crap went around about me. And you know, and they just made up stuff and made up stuff and just it got crazier and crazier. And I wrote to Howard and said, you know what I would love to do? New Year's Eve, let's just do a pay-per-view. And we can give all the money to charity and just sit in a in a room, just me and you in two chairs, no writers, no garbage, just us talking. I said millions of people would tune in. They'd make millions of dollars for charity. And, you know, and and he actually mentioned on the air, he said, Yeah, Jack, he wants to sit with me, you know, in pay-per-view. And Robin's like, oh, he wants to do mono a mono. He actually thinks he going keep up with you. I'm like, keep up with him. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, are you out of your mind? <clears throat> but of course that would never happen. And what I I don't know if you ever saw the thing with me and Billy and stuttering John sitting around. You ever see that?
0: Yeah, I did. I saw that before this, and and uh, that and I, that was great.
1: Which is which is essentially what you're talking about, only with Robin, Fred, and Howard thrown in, and it would be it would be priceless. You know, uh, in the later days before I left the show, we used to have meetings on Tuesday where everybody sat at the meeting, and I'd sit next to Howard, and everybody would pitch their ideas for the show, and you know i i would just fuck around and fuck around and make him laugh and we never got anything done and i always said that would have been the greatest reality show in the world cuz everybody's being funny and being great but you that would never ever happen i i would love to think that that could happen
2: why but, uh, is it because they're just they, they, there's like a guard up there's walls I,
0: mean, <laughs> I think you just you just nailed it eric <laughs>
1: I, you know, yeah. I would be I would be thrilled if he did that, if yeah. they did that. It would be so much fun. Well, I mean, you know?
2: to me, it's always strange because Howard constantly talks about people being a phony, being a phony. But if we can't see your true hilarious self in that setting, well, then you're a goddamn phony yourself. I mean, come ah, on.
1: Ah, the, what, the light bulb just go on?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he's, and,
1: a, he's a brilliant guy. Of course. He's so smart and so funny. And he had to take credit for everything. And I was like, don't you understand that everything is under his umbrella? So yeah. anything that happens on that show is to his credit. You know, and uh, it, it's very funny. It's just very funny how it works, you know. Yeah. But uh, uh, but I have never held against anything against him because any way he is, is the way he is. And yeah. if he wasn't like that, he wouldn't be who he is it's it's hard to explain it's like you no, know, like my it, friend you say why is everything the way it is he said because this is the way it has to be because if it was some if it was some other way that'd be the way it is you know that's that's him that is just the nature of the beast and you know the tall gawky guy that was you know a pain in the ass and and didn't do well socially You know, like, oh, wow, imagine how great the show would be if Howard had been popular. What are you out of your fucking mind?
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. You know,
1: one one of the unanswered questions is so funny because there's a popular story about uh, Hillary Clinton was, you know, somebody's interviewing her, and and they said, you know, yeah, you're popular, and and you're kind of famous, but uh, you're married to the president of the United States. You know, what if you were married to a gas station attendant? And you know what she said? She said, "Then he'd be president."
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> well, people said to me, "That definitely sounds to me, like something she would say."
1: <laughs> yeah, but where would Jackie be if he hadn't met Howard? And I'm like, "Where would Howard be if he hadn't have met Jackie?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was popular and he was a big disc jockey. But you know, the difference between really, he was—he just became so funny. And it made all the difference. And people, most people don't dispute that because not only was I there to make him funny, I became a conduit so Fred could get notes to him. So Howard was working with his sense of humor, my sense of humor, and Fred's sense of humor, which weren't just three senses of humor. Howard was one thing. I was another thing. And Fred was from Pluto. So we were pulling from all different walks of life and you just never knew what was going to happen next. And it was, it was a a ridiculous stew of humor, you know, just crazy, crazy.
0: Yeah. And, uh, one of the, you know, and we'll let you go in a couple of minutes, Jackie, uh, the, uh, one of the things I wanted to touch on when we're talking about, uh, stump the joke, man, uh, I, my, my eight-year-old son, Felix, uh, he reads this book every morning. He gets out the 365 Days of Jokes. It's from the same publisher of Highlights for Children. And uh, I was thinking about it because I knew I was going to talk to you. And uh, so last night I asked Felix, uh, can you tell me two of your favorite jokes and uh, I feel like Jackie, these aren't these aren't tough ones. These are these are kid-friendly jokes. Keep in mind, my kid's gonna watch this segment <coughs> of the show, but not the rest of it. Uh, but uh, let's let's hear what uh, Felix wants to ask uh, Uncle Jackie. Why are oh, jokes fuck.
1: so painful? Are you hearing it? Because they have punchlines. I, I I I didn't hear I didn't hear the first thing he said. It,
2: it was uh, why are jokes so
0: painful? Yeah, why are jokes so painful?
1: Uh, very very good, because they have punchlines. Very, very good. That's very good. Yeah, so
0: he had that one. And uh, I'll, I'll get to the other one in a second. Uh, yeah, so um, I yeah, I, 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 know.
1: I, I was in Los Angeles working with these guys, making something. And we're under the marquee of the Pantages uh, Theater. Mm-hmm. And people started to gather around, and people were asking me jokes. And this lady comes along, and a guy comes along, and they each had their kids with them. Okay. And they said, Can my kid try and stump you? And nobody stumped me in all Los Angeles except for these two kids. <laughs> the first kid said, Why were all the soldiers tired on April 1st? So, of course, my mind is, you know, April Fool's Day, yeah, you know. And the answer was, Because they just got done. With a 31 day march, (laughs) which is a wonderful joke. And everybody around went berserk. And then the next little son of a bitch (laughs) says to me, uh, why did the teacher tie her students shoelaces together? (laughs) And the answer was because they were all going on a trip. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i like that <laughs> which is just so fun which is just so and i gave the little guy the shirt and i said oh there he is sorry felix now everybody shut up so i can hear felix
0: oh. all right so we got it we got another one and i'll make sure that it plays right this time there was a there was an issue Big yeah
1: punchline
0: yeah okay so i don't i don't you know as yeah, well, always you can, you can just repeat it yeah i guess i guess that's one way to do it uh but all right, so we'll get him up in a second, and uh, my apologies to uh, everyone. Uh, you know,
1: we're uh, not going to get an award for technical uh, expertise. No, technical
0: merit is yourself. out the window. You know what? We <laughs> oh are God. definitely, we are definitely not, Jackie. It's, uh, it's been a little bit of an adventure, and uh, sometimes I'm not quite sure how it goes, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll, put, we'll put him up right now. And then uh, for, why yeah.
1: is the joke so painful? So this is the
0: one we said before, and, and I think we hear okay, it all right Let it now.
1: go, let because it go. Yeah, the punch
0: lines. Okay. Yeah, and here's the next one. Can February March? So can February March, similar to the joke you just told, Jackie.
1: <laughs> uh be, uh this is gonna have another month in it. No, because he he because he's too short. I, I don't know this. Very good. Okay. Well, there what, you go. What, my,
0: my kid, my kid uh, has stumped the joke, man, because here's the punchline. No, but April, May, <laughs> ah, <laughs> you're right. It's months, very but good. April, May,
1: <laughs> very good. I, you know what? If I, I used to have kids t-shirts and kids love them, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, And uh, they are completely, I got to get them made again. I'm, I'm starting to get popular again. I'm not sure why, but, uh, my well, t- the, t- the,
0: the the Joke Man documentary is uh, no doubt a big part of that, Jackie. Well,
1: listen, make sure that both you guys, since you're from different parts of the world, <clears throat> email me your street address so I can send you a, a book and a joke book and a T-shirt because
0: uh, now we're bonded together.
1: And let me yeah. send you some crap and uh, – and
0: so. Hopefully you no. Know, we'll definitely do that. And our final thing before I let you go, uh, we have a, a friend who would have wanted to join us today, but he's on vacation in Las Vegas. And uh, our, our friend is a, is going to appear on the screen as a talking potato because he uh, hides his identity. Oh, wait, uh, first, first tell the people about the screening. That's the most yeah. important thing. You know what? You're absolutely <laughs> right, Jackie. That is. So uh, this Saturday, January 27th, I didn't sit through all this technical
1: Fatality, just so sort they're of getting up now. Club the goddamn, show.
2: yeah, of course.
0: Of January course. 27th at 7 p.m. in Stony Brook, the Long Island Music and Entertainment Hall of Fame, screening Joke Man, and there'll be a Q&A after. And as I said, down the street, February 3rd at the El Portal Theater in North Hollywood, California, the documentary Joke Man is being shown there. Go to jokeland.com for that. And as we talked about, you can uh, watch the documentary in your home on Cameo and, of course, Jokeland.com for all of your needs. All right. Close enough. I didn't mean to be such a
1: pain in the ass. But no, hey, you know, no, what? it's a big deal to have a screening in Los Angeles and yeah. Hollywood. I'm, I'm excited. I think that's no, fun, I'm excited, you
0: know. too. I know you haven't been here in a while. Uh, all right. So we'll uh, we'll leave you with our friend Cardiff Electric, who wants to speak to you. Jackie, the jokester It's great to have you here. Mm-hmm. My name's Cardiff Electric. I'm a big fan. Uh, I had you on my show once, and I asked you a question, but I
2: never did get the answer to it. So if I could ask you today, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Can you
0: tell me a joke? I'll hang up and listen. Expect laughter. <laughs> <laughs> So you, uh, you were on his show uh, before he'd worked out his potato gimmick, and he had a distortion voice, and uh, he's a huge fan, and uh, he wanted to come and say hi today, but he had to record that. But he would love a joke. It can be a potato joke since he <clears throat> looks like a potato. Anything that comes to mind, Jackie.
1: I'll, t- I'll leave you with my favorite joke. Uh, a girl goes to the gynecologist, and he examines her, and she's, Doc, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. I keep finding postage stamps from Costa Rica in my vagina. So, he exams, her. he says, lady, those aren't postage stamps. Those are the stickers from bananas. <laughs> 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 that
0: is the best joke in the world. That's a that great joke. joke. Uh, and uh, a super chatter wouldn't forgive us if I didn't ask you this on the way out. Chocolate or vanilla? Do you have a preference? Coffee. Perfect answer. Jackie, oh, the milkman martling. You, were they talking about women? I think he was talking about ice cream, but women could, uh, that's a great <laughs> question too, Jackie. Coffee's a good answer as well, for, even if it's women. Yep. Absolutely. All and uh, as, you, as you see behind me, by the way, 516 still works. I called it yesterday just to make sure. I love that it still works. Jackie, thank you so much for being so generous <laughs> with your time. Next time we're gonna work out all the technical bells and whistles, but we really and I would I would attention. love
1: to talk to you again because this stuff never gets old. Uh, I'm gonna email you all the unpublished chapters from oh, my book, and I bet you get a kick out of it. a lot of Rodney, Jackie Mason, show yeah. business stuff. That's uh,
0: all fun. All right, I gotta yeah. to go to my next thing. All anyways. right, yeah, he's yeah. Jackie's a busy guy, but everybody check out the documentary. Thanks I'm again, not Jackie. Busy Martin.
1: at all? I just happen to have. Two podcasts back to back. I'm going to sit. This is the one day you have two things. (laughs) The one day, you know, it makes me look like I'm swamped here, just absolutely swamped. Oh,
2: that's all right, guys.
1: Thank you, thank you so much, and uh, give my regards to Michigan. Wow.
2: Thank you, thank you very much, Jackie. It's been a pleasure.
1: All right, guys. See you later.
0: All right, thanks so much, Jackie. We really appreciate that. And wow, uh, we have to do an after party. We have to decompress. We do need to decompress a little bit. Decompress. And look, I going on. Yeah, I uh, really wanted to. (laughs) Sorry. So there's this comment from Petty Officer Lady Die of the USS Natty Ice. I agree, Eric Blatt was starstruck. Embarrassing. I also wanted to be nice to a guy who said he yeah, would okay. come on our show. I mean, totally. that's really what it came down to. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, it, it, I know what Shuli was doing. I know the jokes that Shuli was asking. I would have loved it if he, Jackie would have given us those punchlines, but I look, kind of, I talked to him before this. I knew what he was all about. Go ahead. Eric. That was a
2: good, it was a good play and I'm glad he did it. It added another layer to this. Okay. I mean, if you go from the very beginning of this to all the fucked up shit happening, That was fantastic. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I loved it. Uh, it, it, This is this is a was a true fun free form interview, and I um, there was a lot of hilarious chats. There was things that I don't get. I'm not yeah. Jay Loiterer.
0: I had forgotten that Timmy was his cat. That's bad. That's on me. But uh, Jay Loiterer, incredible that you have Jackie on. Did your fingers ever heal from that paper or ink thing you had? Uh, Yeah. To me, none of
2: that shit. I have no idea what any of these fucking references mean. I have never in my life listened to Howard Stern. So, I mean, I know Jackie, but I was on the air when Howard was on the air.
0: Yeah. Uh, And uh, this is going way back in the super chats. I just want to make sure we get everything. Uh, Don, those are lyrics to Jackie's song. I'm smoking pot. I got my dick out and I'm thinking about you. And, uh, so let's see, we had this one from dang lizard who was, a, who was definitely, and oh, so this is, this was F his ex-wife. And I'm like, I'm not going to read F Nancy Sirianni Cougar Camp Marlowe, oh, no. which is funny, but, uh, I'm also not going to read that. I, I think that, I put that one now, up. I put that now, one up, but yeah, I, didn't, I, I don't know fly, that they were flying by and I, I, <laughs> yeah, Jackie, can you go out and swim to the jetty right now? Here's a tease for anybody. There were a couple of chats about the jetty. If you watch the documentary, you're going to know what's going on with the Jetty. And uh, I do think that you're going to be a little disappointed. Kelly Riddle, I I addressed the Cardiff Electric. Of course, Cardiff and I worked together on that. He is, uh, as they say, out of town this week. Otherwise, he would have popped in for a little bit, which like a fourth screen. I can't imagine what that would have been like.
2: Cardiff's retarded. I mean, especially early Cardiff.
0: All right, uh, yeah, early correct. Cardiff was it, it. was definitely before the it was, the artist really figured out how to it was fill psychotic. the whole canvas. Oh yeah, he was just it painting was... in the corner of the canvas, and yeah, now he's now the brilliant the potato. He was he doing,
2: you know? Now he's like yeah. a normal person who asks questions. He's he started to become more normalized. Yeah, right? he was fucking retarded. I've...
0: I've talked to him like on Streamyard off the air, and you kind of forget that uh, you know you're talking to a potato after a couple of minutes. And no, I, I look if you listen to that Cardiff interview, Jackie didn't know what was going on. Cardiff kept asking about stuttering John. He's like, I feel like you're one of Stuttering John's friends trying to make me look bad. But uh, see, we've made it all right now. Uh, and uh, around here, we like to say "F you, thank you, bye." Uh, and look. I think that this is a, a chat that I don't think Jackie would have wanted to be put in this spot, but I don't know about Eric, but I can definitely agree. <laughs> JFK head chunk is amazing, I know, um, but yeah, but, but F stuttering John. Absolutely. I mean, I've felt like he's a piece of shit for a long time and you know how this is a stuttering John free zone, but The uh, tweet that he had that he pretended to not know what it was about and he doesn't understand why it's a problem. The tweet that he sent out about Carl's family, the tweet that Carl did a whole emergency episode about, fuck John Melendez. Okay, so I I don't want to talk about him usually on this show, but this is the week to be like, oh, yeah, let's not forget that he is a piece of shit. And you'll see him in Jackie's documentary. It's from like two years ago. You'd think it's from 20 years ago. Anyway, I, uh, I, noticed that that when,
2: I noticed that when Jackie said, who is that famous Nazi? And I was this yeah. close to going Hitler.
0: <laughs> I actually wanted to say Carl Hamburger, but uh, I, I, he came up with the answer. Uh, and yeah, I was actually going to ask Jackie, does the jetty migrate south for the winter? Kinky Loco was happy to see him. Uh, and I just said the same thing. Simon 343 exclamation point. Oh, by the way, I mean, uh, did you notice Jackie didn't say anything about John. He mentioned his name. The interview that John did with Jackie and Billy West is great. Now it's great because of the two of the three guys, but it's fantastic. I think fans of the Stern show would really enjoy it if they watch it. Okay.
2: Now, as you know, I don't know shit about all these, about all these podcast wars. I'm going to have to call you off the air. Yeah. We'll tell you. I'll I'll give you a prime. I have no clue. I have no clue what's happening.
0: Yeah, uh, Brian, uh, let's see, uh, uh, Jackie sorry. snapping finger cots that there he was doing something I feel like it was his headphones. Uh, Jackie, will you go on john's show? And we read this one from Vince, the lawyer, I don't know if this is actually Vince, the lawyer, but you chumps failed to prepare, lose amateur stream yard, I, I, what we're going to do this show on zoom. So, Zoom was is the Dream worst Art. way to try and do a podcast. And I agree with you, Eric. It, it, StreamYard not, has
2: been fantastic from the beginning. And it was something. It, who gives a shit? It worked out. Yeah.
0: Settle down. I And by the way, I don't believe this is really him. It said, Stuttering John, Jackie, tell everyone I wrote for Howard, too. No, I love you. The love you is what makes me think it's not him. And we did show this one already, but he was right. Dang lizard. Christian, you're too unfunny for Jackie's internet.
2: Uh, you uh, know. I, see, I see Brian. Uh, that would be Brian Cottrell and his drogues. $5. Will Jackie please do the Gorilla and Lion joke? Bill Burr spoke about okay. it once and how great. Maybe next time. Well, yeah. You know what? I'm going to
0: write that down because you could see that Jackie did need to go. He had other things. We talked to him for more than an hour. We've played like four clips on this show. One of them is my kid. Oh,
2: that <laughs> was so a- bad. Oh, my kids' jokes?
0: Well, just your setup was horrible. I know. Well, I wasn't (laughs) sure why they weren't playing and uh, it, it threw me off and I still don't know what the problem was. So uh, there was a little bit of panic, but you knew that Uh, John O'Reilly. I remember the bit Fred wrote that got Howard fired from WNBC sheep fucking who can forget the homosexual room is how they rebranded that. But yes, they would uh, go downstairs to the, the homo room as it were. Right. And we have a lot of comments from Shuli trying to get Jackie to say stuff. Even Jackie's like, you got your own show. Uh, you don't try to get me in trouble. I did want to ask, uh, <laughs> look at us giving Shuli a, a plug. Did you hear that? Shelly? He's Julie. You he's didn't even funny. pay this time. We're he's going live funny. in 10 minutes. If anyone is still awake, uh, I'm excited that uh, he was
2: on. I'm excited that he was on ripping us a new one.
0: Yeah. I, 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 I was glad to have Jackie on the show while Shuli's telling me in the comments that I'm boring. Uh, that's oh, fine. Yeah. I I love all of it. Uh, and uh, let's see. The curved maple oh, puts sorry. puts Carl's. I'm just trying. I don't want to be told that we didn't do all these. The yeah, I know. I know. I know. Puts Carl's paneling to shame. So let me put it out to the uh, super chatters right now. We have a ton of great clips. And we're already an hour 22 into the show. We can't do what we were going to do what we usually do. Does anybody want any clips or should we call it a day? I'll ask Eric Zane. I'll ask the, if people want something, otherwise I've got a whole show ready to go for next week. Literally. I'm going to be next week. I got to take a leak so bad. Are you kidding me? Why don't you go take a leak and I'll finish the super chats and then we'll say goodbye. Okay. All right. No, All no, right. no. I, I can make it through
2: the super okay. chats, but if you were going to do right. an hour eclipse, then I was going to go, oh, yeah. fuck this shit. So
0: this is a pretty inside one from uh, my buddy Eric Connor. Does the Star Search Steve-O have a documentary? That's not the jackass Steve-O. That Steve-O beat Jackie on Star Search. And I know I try to not drop his name as often as I sometimes do, but my old boss Dennis Miller lost Star Search to Sinbad. And uh, he could not believe that he lost to Sinbad, a highly successful comedian, but not that Steve-O. Uh, Reverend Shitstein, powerful pooper. Jackie, the cigar store Indian, healthier than stuttering John. Uh, we got to that one. I was going to ask him about uh, Ralph Sorella. I don't even know if that's actually no. Brock Lee. I've heard rumors that Brock Lee is, uh, is actually somebody else. Jackie, puff, puff, pass. And Eric, I'm going to save this for next time. I wanted to talk about Gilbert, but, uh, you know, you kind of have to, you kind of have to let uh, you kind of ease back on the reins when uh, Jackie's just running. And uh, I know Shuli didn't find it to be fun, but that's all right. Oh, I don't find it to be (laughs)
2: funny. He's just sitting there. Everybody's sitting there uh, posting multiple Z's and I'm getting pissed off. I wanted to fight everybody.
0: Yeah. Uh, And we got to this one. And someone put an address in the super chat. So make sure you don't bring that one up. Even though I know whose address that is, uh, we don't put that up there. Uh, we, we don't dox people's homes, but we can help promote the joke, man, five, one, six, nine, two, two wine. And uh, you know, maybe next time he likes us. Now I'll, I, I'll tell you what the next time Jackie's on, I'll say, do you have any good memories of stuttering John Melendez? Uh, because I don't. But I'll ask him. I'll ask Jackie if he does, you know, uh, and I'm just making sure we're getting to all of these. We're doing it. We're having fun. Um, what's the difference between a hippo and a Zippo? Um, uh, one's a uh, one's a little heavy and one's a little light. I think that's that's that one. I've heard Jackie One's heavier. That
2: one's a lighter. Yeah. Uh,
0: no. <laughs> Uncle Paul's funny smelling rag and pour in your kid really tickled my funny bone chris sure look i don't know you know some i i thought it would be fun for my kid to see like two minutes of a podcast that i do since he can't watch the rest of it and uh, i didn't realize that liam mceninney was in the chat and he said jackie jakeman is it and uh th- huge thanks to liam our buddy liam mceninney who people might know from who are these podcasts he's also been on the black uh, he knows Jackie fairly well, and I did drop his name, and that made the connection uh, a lot easier. So thank you so much to Liam for making this happen. And uh, I, I don't think King of All dicks is 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 really saying Jackie's isn't saying he's he hates Howard. I think he just uh, you know he's got some memories and sure. uh, the greater good. Cardiff Electric got off easy. Oh my gosh, that was so you know, many super chats.
2: There was, and you know we got a lot of traffic here today. Um, not because of Jackie, but because of Christian and I. And yes, that's the reason why Who Are These Broadcasters has become the signature cornerstone show on uh, the Who Are These podcast network. Everybody knows it. Uh, they can't, people love our handsomeness, our wit, our, our beautiful dialogue with one another. We let the guests speak. So I'm glad you all are getting it. And that's why you come here in droves on a great day like today. So thank you so much yeah. for figuring out how amazing we are.
0: Yes. And uh, by the way, were you surprised that uh, Jackie wanted, when he understood how super chats work that he asked for a cut uh, because I no. wasn't, and no. I would be, I would have been offended if he didn't put his hand out and ask for some money. So <laughs> Carl, we're going to have to do some very special accounting for this episode uh, too. We're going to divide, we're going to divide it uh, for, well, yeah,
2: we want them coming back. So throw him yeah. some money. There yeah, you go. Right, exactly.
0: Uh, and That is going to be our show for today. I know we didn't really delve into broadcasters, but we talked to a guy who's not just a comedian, a comic legend. He's also a broadcasting legend because of his, his integrable, (laughs) his part of the Howard Stern show. I know it's time to go. (laughs) So apart from the last 30 seconds, if you enjoyed today's show, specifically my portion of it, make sure that you go and check out my personal podcast, the Blatcast, where later today at six o'clock Eastern, get ready for this. <laughs> pay who am I? KB says uh, Carl. Uh, pay guess who am I? KB. Um, but it's uh, a great point. We'll have to we'll have to talk what about you, it. But I want to let everybody. It. I know you're hemming and hawing about Jesus Christ. So at 6 p.m. Eastern today, 3 Pacific, we'll be doing a very special episode of the Blackcast discussing Bradley Cooper's Oscar bait film Maestro and joining me for the first time from once over with Kaylee, you know her best as Lucy Tightbox. She will indeed be on the Blackcast for the first time today. So uh everybody check out the one, the oh only my Lucy God. Tightbox. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Christian DMZ. And if you want to check out the show, Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T, you'll be able to watch Lucy Tightbox and I live at 6 p.m. Eastern today. Eric, wow. where can people find you?
2: You can find me wherever you download podcasts. Just search the Eric Zane Show podcast. I go every day. There's an audio version that I post after I get done with a live stream. And... It's all things Detroit lions because God damn it. They're in the NFC championship game and they don't have an asshole kicker like the bills do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh yeah, I know by, by next week, we're not even going to want to talk about bills stuff anymore, but that's all right. Uh, we'll see what we're saying about the lions next week. Uh, that is our show. Uh, if you want to leave us a voicemail, go to whoarethese.com find the phone number and please mention it's for W a T B. Uh, I always say that the best five bucks you can spend is the Patreon for who are these podcasts, but that's all the time we have today. And this is, this came in before the show, but this is our big super chat for the day. And uh, we didn't even play our super chat game. Here's some money for Jackie. One of the greatest jokesters to get behind a mic. I'm a big fan of comedy albums and Jackie would consistently have me pulling the car over laughing in tears. Thanks for the jokes. Laugh, man, the laughs joke, man. Jackie, the joke, man, world order. Let's see if we can get Doug from the Jingles Department to create us a JTJMWO for next time. And we'll see you next Tuesday right here on Who Are These Broadcasters?